I believe we are all hardwired to be creative. And the thing that makes us uniquely human is our creativity. Welcome to The Spark with Coco the Inspirationist. Join me for conversations with inspiring humans tapped into their creativity and solo chats as I get to know my own. Whether you're looking to spark inspiration, reconnect with your inner creative, or you're just starting to get to know your creative self, you're in the right place. Welcome to The Spark. Hi, welcome to The Spark. I'm Coco and I'm so glad you're here. If you're new here, I'm all about taking care and honoring our creative selves. I believe we all have a creative self and we are hardwired to be creative. It's what makes us beautifully unique as humans. And here on this podcast, I hope it's an opportunity for you to click back in to that nourishment for your creative self and maybe inspire you to go and take action on something that delights you. It's not about creating something to go and sell. It's not about monetization or being productive. It's not nothing about that. It's all about nourishing our creative selves and creating a place for inspiration to land. If we don't rest and we don't play and we don't delight ourselves, inspiration just won't see us. I I like to think of it like Elizabeth Gilbert, where she describes ideas as just kind of like floating around in the ether above our heads, looking for a host that is available to take their special gifts and take the idea and kind of like blend it together, be a vessel and get it out into the world. And if you're not taking care of yourself and being nourished and infusing joy and fun and filling your cup and also being still enough to be available for it, the ideas won't come. The inspiration won't come. It won't see us as a viable vessel. And so here on this podcast, I like to remind us that that is what we are and it is our job because the more we can pour into our creative selves the more an inspired life we create, right? So I like to put words around my experience. I hope that you hearing me unpack my creative journey week after week helps you understand that, you know, it's not, it's not easy. It doesn't come naturally. This version of myself is only like this because I've put in the work, because I have honored my creativity. And I, I had this feeling like five years ago that it's kind of like where you put your intention, things will grow. So I wanted to see just how much I could grow creatively because I'm all self-taught. I didn't take a single art class in college and I wanted to see what I could, what I could bring forth in me if I took care of myself creatively and prioritized it. And truly, I've never been happier. I've never felt more connected to who I actually am. And I feel so much more kind of like congruent with the outside of me and the inside of me and the things I talk about and the connections I create. And it's just, it kind of feels like 
a ball rolling downhill now. Like it feels easy, but in the beginning, I didn't know this was available to me. And so I just hope that this podcast for you is a reminder that we all have a creative self and we just have to take care of her and nourish her. Today on the episode, I am celebrating 40 episodes. And if I let my inner critic and imposter syndrome creep in, I can, I can really hear them being like, it's not a big deal, but to me, it is. It is so important to me to show up here for you and to show up for my creativity and for my creative self, because just the act of creating this podcast is stretching and flexing my creative muscles. And so when I show up every week and when I take the time to unpack the things that are going on in my week and share them with you, it's a big deal. And I want to honor that. So in this episode at the end, I definitely unpack that a little bit more. I also talk about something that I've been struggling with for a while now, and I'm calling it time anxiety. I, there, I'm sure there's a more clinical word for it, but I just struggle with feeling like I don't have enough time, which is wild to me because for the first time ever in my motherhood journey and on this creative journey that I've been on, simultaneously, I've been a mother the entire time and I've been a stay-at-home mom. This is the first time that they've ever been somewhere during the day. They're both in school full-time now and yet I still struggle with time anxiety. Like I don't feel like I have enough time or if I'm not like using my time wisely. That feels like something from my childhood that I heard a lot. But I share with you how this 30-day intuitive painting challenge that I've been creating for myself, uh, one of the paintings came through and it really, really helped me last weekend. And so I share that experience and I hope you enjoy hearing it. And finally, I get into Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day was a few days ago and it never really, I don't, I don't really care about Valentine's Day. I never really have. I don't really connect with the whole like consumer part of it. But for whatever reason, I really kind of turned towards my creativity to help me create connection. And it's really interesting, the things that I did on Monday to create connection between my husband and I and my kids and I and my kids and my husband because my husband's in has been in Brooklyn for three months now and I'm always trying to creatively create ways to connect with him and Valentine's Day was just a really beautiful display of what happens when you show up intentionally and it felt like I celebrated Valentine's Day, but I actually didn't do anything other than create connection. And I'm excited to share that with you. So without further ado, let's jump into the episode. Ah, Valentine's Day. Truly the one of the holidays that I just couldn't care less about. I have this aversion to consumerism and when any holiday is just like an opportunity for companies to make more money and sell us things and tell us that we need these things or we have to 
purchased these things and look at these decorations and look at this cute little super specific thing that you can buy that just goes right into the garbage. It just drives me crazy. And I was reflecting this morning because Valentine's Day was yesterday on exactly what I did this year because it feels like I celebrated it and it feels special but I didn't I didn't do much of anything other than create connection and I think that's the takeaway but let me let me explain myself first it started with this weekend uh, I kept asking the boys if they were interested in making valentines and I never really push this kind of stuff. If they're not interested in it, we're not going to do it. I'm not going to waste my time making some like perfectly curated treat for my kids to go pass out at school and and they not care. Like I need them to feel connected to it. And because of, you know, the events of the weekend, they were just like, nah, not interested. But then 5 a.m. on Monday morning, Valentine's Day, they are both up and are like, and my littlest one is like, mama, we got to make Valentine's. And of course, immediately, I'm just like, we don't have enough time for that. But my older one was just like, meh, not interested still. So I just decide to commit and I'm like, okay, I'm going to take the skill that I've been honing with the 30 day, my 30 day intuitive painting challenge where I'm just kind of what I'm calling pulling acrylic paint with this scraper thingy. And we're going to make little, little paintings. My, my five-year-old can pick out the colors he wants and we can just pull them quickly and he can, and I think I wrote on the inside, like you color my world or something like that. And then I wrote love, comma, and he wrote Felix. And it worked out beautifully. I just used some paper I had. We made, I cut it all up. We made little Valentines. It worked out great. And then my older one was like, I need Valentines. I changed my mind. And so we did another pull. He picked out a bunch of colors. And we did two long pulls on some, some pieces of paper, on one piece of paper. And I cut it up and we made bookmarks. And... It was really awesome to not only take the skill that I've been kind of like playing around with and getting comfortable with and enjoying and then pass it along to my little guys, but also them creating little pieces of art to give to their friends feels like such a gift to their, you know, their programming, their older selves, because it's something that I struggle with is putting my my work out into the world for the longest time I didn't really see my work as valuable and I want my children to know that that a they are available for creating art at all times right like they are creative and they can use any sort of talents and tools that they choose and then B, I want them to understand that their work is worthy enough to gift to other people, right? I want their them to go out into the world and say, look, I made you this. So for all the birthday parties we go to and everything, we I always have them make something. And I tend to guide it so it becomes something like pretty intentional and significant. 
but it's artwork and it's it's from them it's created by them and it's gifted to a friend and I just think that there's so much more love and intention than going to Walmart and buying some toy and so that's how Valentine's Day started off and my husband and I don't celebrate Valentine's Day really my husband's never been a gift giver his love language is not gifts and he's always been pretty in the beginning he was awful at it he was just like paralyzed he had no idea what to buy and so we decided very soon into our relationship that we just weren't going to get gifts for each other like we're just going to opt out of that we're just gonna it's not going to be part of our world no pressure like to buy on certain holidays it just isn't and it's worked out perfectly fine because gifts are not my love love language either so I just we've just you know we buy each other things or we buy ourselves things and it's not the things anyways I was hoping that oh in Hawaii one time we bought this very expensive mattress and my boyfriend now husband was like well happy valentine's day and so now it's it's a joke but for us it is it's just not significant but for whatever reason because i think we are apart so much he's been gone living in brooklyn since the middle of november it's been three months it's the the end of it's the winter it's you know the second year of a pandemic it's just long and hard right now and so I decided that I'd invite him on a virtual date and I asked him to make a list of 10 things that he loved about me 10 little things that he loved about me and I would do the same and then we can we could share them and it felt incredible it was such a beautiful like hangout we both got dressed up he looked so cute in his little collared shirt and I got all gussied up and it just the things that he said to me were, I mean, it was such, it was such a gift to, to my soul. I'm so proud that I had the idea to do it because, you know, what am I trying to say? If you don't ask for what you need, you might not get it. Right. And I felt like I was needing connection. I felt like, you know, I'm doing all this stuff to keep our world going all by myself. And this challenge of, of sharing 10 things that we love about each other was just the grease in the joints or the cherry on top that I needed the things he shared with me were, gosh, they made me cry. I mean, he really sees me and putting words around things like how he loves my creativity and how I see the world and how I take ideas and, and get them out into the world. And he loves how I am not settling and I'm really putting effort into figuring this business out and niching down and figuring out what actually lights me up and then and then trying to build a business around that so it's sustainable and joyful and he says he loves my eyes the color of my eyes specifically and just 
they were all such little gifts because I, you know, some of the things I just didn't know he noticed. And it just was such a beautiful back and forth that we would not have had if we had been here together, you know? So there was that beautiful connection that cost zero dollars and there was no you know, byproduct, no, nothing, no cards going in the trash or anything like that. And the same with how I treated my children. Like I didn't cook them a special breakfast or get them anything, but it still felt special. You know, we made Valentine's. I asked them, you know, a few times in funny ways, like, will you be my Valentine? And I called them my Valentine. And and what, what I really think I'm good at is creating connection through intentionality. And yesterday was just the perfect example of that because I felt so loved and I felt like I gave so much love, but I didn't really... Oh, and the other thing I did for my husband was I had the boys write down or, you know, we brainstormed three things each that they loved about him. And then I recorded them and I sent them him a bunch of little videos of all these things that they love and he recorded one back to them and his were so sweet and thoughtful and particular and it just filled their cups up so much and I don't know I just feel really proud that I I allow I allow these I allow I guess what it is is I've been so committed to cultivating my creativity and pouring into my creative self that these ideas can come through and they're so nourishing and they are so clarifying in how I want to live this life that it just makes me so proud so proud and so thankful that somehow I got on this path and Looking back, I don't, I didn't take a single art class in college and that frustrates me. Like, I don't know how I went to a four-year university and didn't take a single art class. I'm completely self-taught and I'd be a different person if I had, you know? All of this discovery, these last five, seven years of just creative self-discovery have been such a gift to my life and it's like like I've said in the past it is like when I pour in to my creative self and I honor my creativity it's like creating compost it's all sorts of stuff that I put in it's playing it's going on adventures it's resting it's just delighting in the details it's observing it's figuring out the things that I like visually and it's surrounding myself with with things that inspire me and people that inspire me. And when I put all that into the compost, this beautiful soil, this beautiful nutrient-dense soil is there now for the rest of my life to grow out of. And what a gift it's been. I'm in the home stretch of my 30-day project, the intuitive painting project, 
and I've got, let's see, I think I have five more paintings to do and I've kind of got a bit of a bottleneck. I've got a few that I need to, I've journaled on, but I need to paint. And it feels really exciting to be wrapping it up. And this in particular, well, I guess my 30-day illustration challenge, digital illustration challenge from last January was really cool because it was like, once I was done, then I got to turn around and look back and see everything and be like, okay, what do I want to do with this? How do I want to turn these, some of these things into my branding and what do I want to turn some of this into? And I'm starting to feel that excitement about this project too. This project feels very uh, pregnant with possibility. You know, each painting has a journal entry and it's kind of like a snapshot into what I needed to hear that day and I feel really compelled to share it and I haven't nailed down exactly how yet but I did want to say that uh, the one that came through last Thursday this past Thursday was I have all the time I need and I've been struggling with I'm lately I've been calling it time anxiety. I'm not sure what the if there is a real word for it, but just kind of my engine revving and not feeling like I can get the things I want to get done. And it's it's a combination of like I have so much that I want to do and there's only so much time in a day and then there's all this other stuff that I, you know, have to do because I'm solo parenting and supporting these children and my relationship and this home and all that kind of stuff and lately it just feels like this time anxiety has been creeping in more and more so it was the message that came through on Thursday and I painted it and the painting itself is really good like visually the letters are really balanced and the painting is it was the first time that I did kind of like a semicircle or maybe you'd call it a rainbow and it has yellows and blues and greens and it's just really joyful and I let it sit out on my desk for the whole weekend as a reminder that this is a goal of mine to be more at peace with with my current situation and just have more presence and what a beautiful weekend I had. I took time off of social, with, which I think is um, part of why I felt so good. But also I played with my cousin. My cousin came up and visited and her and I went out and just adventured and snowshoed. And we, we, we went to this tiny little island that we had to climb up to. On a, on a frozen lake and we threw snowballs for like a half hour at trees and went out to breakfast and it was so fun and when I paused like I this was on a Friday I was basically I just was like I'm doing zero work work you know and I'm just going to be fully present with my cousin and then I kept seeing that painting 
and I kept being like, I'm going to be fully present in basketball coaching for my second grader. And then it just really helped, I guess is my point. And this project has really reminded me how much having artwork up that I connect with, with the message that I need, really, it really helps me. And this coming weekend, I'm going on a retreat with a girlfriend of mine. And she's like, well, she's one of my closest friends, but I also, she found me on the internet and I branded her for her business. She's an interior designer and she's actually going to be on the podcast soon. Her name's Alicia and she's from Hello Pearl Interior. She's an incredible color specialist that creates really interesting interiors. And we have just supported each other since meeting as our businesses and our brands have kind of like revealed themselves. And it's been the most incredible partnership for support. And this weekend we're going away and we're working on our businesses and we're nourishing ourselves. We're going on a water journey at a spa and taking ourselves out to dinner. And it, it's just exactly, exactly what I need. And there's time for that, right? There's, I have all the time I need. It feels good to give myself that without the noise of the shoulds and the, the guilt of the busyness. You know, I, I come from a childhood of a very, very busy mother doing all the things, PTO president and busy, busy, busy volunteering and working full time and working a second job and just burning the candle at both ends. And it's so deeply ingrained into me. And I've been a stay-at-home mom for eight years and still it's it's still in there it's still chatter and so I think having that piece of artwork out and reminding me that I have all the time I need it was a mantra for me this last summer because the boys were home and I was really you know recording the podcast and and really ramping up and getting ready for my retirement when they went to school full-time but I just felt like I just didn't have enough time and it just feels like the struggle that I deal with most uh, consistently um, and I just feel like I need to share this work more I'm, I'm getting ready to open my Etsy shop here in a little bit and these these paintings need to be out into the world and I've been playing around with the idea of custom mantra art because these ones feel really good to me, right? They're serving me deeply because these are my needs and I'm hoping that other people can feel them too. But maybe you have one of your own that you need to be hung up to help you click back in every time you see it like that. That is like the foundation of my art, of why I want to create art, why I want to open this Etsy shop, because I want my artwork to speak to you and help you. I want it to serve you. It's just not for looks. It's a reminder. It's a reminder for what you're stretching towards, 
or a reminder of what you're letting go of or a reminder of what you're calling in. But I'm excited and it's a lot of work, but I have all the time I need. Okay, I'm going to keep this episode short. We've got an awesome conversation coming up next week, and I can't wait to share it. But for now, I just wanted to celebrate my 40th episode. 40, and if I choose to listen to my inner critic or if I feel imposter syndrome creeping in, you know, I can hear her saying like 40 episodes, like what is that? That's, that's nothing, but it's something. It's something to me because I launched this on my birthday on April 29th. It's February 15th as I'm recording this. And I have been able to have incredible conversations about surrendering, about connection, about spirituality, all with that golden thread woven through creativity. And I'll tell you what, creativity is my thing, right? It is, it is what I wake up in the morning and think about. It's what I can talk about endlessly. It's what we all are programmed to have inside of us. And I'm just so thrilled that I'm here with you. So if you could, would you leave a review for the pod or share this on your stories or DM me and just tell me that you're listening? I would love that so much because I'll tell you one thing. When you start, at least when I started, it's not the easiest to know there's not a lot of people out there, but I know you're there and I really appreciate you. And I'm excited. I'm excited for next season. I'm already starting to dream up next season. And I'm thinking that the theme will be space and creativity. And I'm excited to explore what that means and think about who can um, speak to it. I'm thinking interior designers and home decor and gosh, there's so many options. So I'm excited to get that going. But for now, I'm celebrating 40 episodes. This feels like a milestone. Uh, just the other day, my girlfriend, Alicia, the one I'm retreating with this weekend, she left me a voice note that said, girlfriend, you just hit 38 episodes. I can remember when you couldn't even open your microphone. And that's the thing is for me and maybe for you too, it takes a lot of effort to get something out into the world. So let's celebrate it when we do and when we keep showing up and we keep honoring our creative self. Because every time we show up and we push through our edges and make the work that we're called to make, our creative self stands up taller and she she feels stronger and she's more confident that we're just going to keep showing up for her. So that's my plan. I'm going to keep showing up for her and just keep showing up for you. And until next time, just remember this. You are worthy. You are enough. Everyone has a creative self. And I'll talk to you soon. <laughs>